Welcome to KFAB, the podcast. Podcast about wrestling and fashion, but mostly fashion. I'm Sarah. I'm Christina. And I'm Katie. Katie, did you choose the theme for the slideshow this I time? I did. It's so lovely. It's cheerful and springy. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. It's actually the color combination for the wrestler I chose today. Oh, oh my God. One of the color combinations. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It looks to me like, um, I can't think of what the movie is called, but it's about flight attendants in the 60s. And it was. I know bat, exactly. It's like down, up in the air. In the, no. Oh, the better. one with Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would have said it just Let's, one moment ago, and I'm going to scream it sometime mid sentence in this podcast. Right, that's perfect. okay. That's okay. the way I like to do things, anyway. So, uh, yeah, episode thirty-one. I said I am thirty-one because it is correct. Congrats. So am I. Yeah, I'm almost thirty-two though. Oh. Wow. Well, here we are. I'm thirty. So, <laughs> hey. Mike, how old are? You? Oh, producer Mike, how old are you? First. Uh, hi, my name is Producer Mike. Uh, I'm 31 years old, and I'm a lifelong wrestling fan, and occasionally they'll throw to me to sort of fill in the gaps in their knowledge. Yeah. That's really good. He's back to his normal. We're n- because we're new wrestling fans, and he is back into mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not radio DJ no. Mike anymore. The lion has become the mouse once again. <laughs> so that's okay. Yeah, we like used up all of that energy last episode, which was truly wild. Yeah. I listened back to it and we went on a journey. We uh, did. I felt so bad listening to a certain part of it, which I said afterwards, I think. In a was DM. it when I talked? No, 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 I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> we were all just, I felt like you we were all on a tear. Oh, it was we're, so funny. Was, Everyone was, was on a tear, but there was a part where I was like, Christina, you have to you have to get you can't do this again (laughs) like i was like you have to just chill the fuck out dude you got too pumped to like because i was like just excited to see your friends and then also like drank a bunch of wine and i was Mm -hmm. like oh no i'm too happy here i think it was the beret that got you it was the beret yeah Mm -hmm. beret christina was really wild you just become an asshole when you put on a beret (laughs) who knew that's uh, a plot point in the last summer, the film I won't stop talking oh about. My oh my god. I'm very excited to see it. Everyone uh, we, watch it. We do have a bonus person in the background you might hear laughing, which is Abby the Witch mm-hmm. of the Bray Wyatt videos. Um, <laughs> it's actually just my friend visiting from New York who I've referenced on this podcast before, and so she's here. She might laugh. I and hope so. Also, Abby the Witch was like <laughs> Laugh. A real is like a real ass thing. Yeah. yeah. And we used to do a podcast together when we were in uh, college called The Awkward Hour about improvising. Anyway, Yay. that's all. Cool. Some stuff. Okay. Wrestling news. Um, it's pretty sparse this week. Things are still weird at the WWE. Becky lost a belt. Ugh, they brought mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar back. Producer Mike doesn't want to talk about it. Oh, I'm well, sorry. That makes me so, That sentence makes me so dark. sad. That's pretty dark. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we tr- I, so I did try to watch a little bit of Money in the Bank. Yeah. Which was last weekend. I feel I should acknowledge that that happened. Um, yeah, we didn't even. Yeah, I didn't see that much of it. I saw the ladder matches, the Money in the Bank mm-hmm. matches. Who won? Who won? Um, someone, someone won. Someone won, and then someone else won. But you know who actually won the men's? Uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Oh, great! He mm-hmm. can climb up a ladder. It <laughs> took a long time. It was like. The, this was the the people pretending they couldn't climb ladders was really on full display during this match. Mm. Also, Finn got his ass bounced off a ladder hard I like three times. Yeah. It, it really worried me. Um, poor Fergal. I but know. you know what Brock Lesnar looks like uh, aside from the boiled ham we constantly refer to is uh, that one Pokemon that's just has stone rock arms and he's a circle. I don't know. God damn Geo- it. Geo dude. <laughs> is it Geo dude? <laughs> You know what? I always guess it's the dumbest thing when it's a Pokemon name, and half the time it's right. Do you know, Mike? I mean, it is Geodude, but personally, I would say he looks more like Graveler. (laughs) (laughs) I always think he looks like the bad things from Spy Kids, the thumbs. Oh, the thumb people? (laughs) The thumb people? He is one of the thumb people. It was created after Brock Lesnar. Uh, Sponsored by... I think it's Trash Jimmy John's. Jones. Yes. Yep. It seems like they're probably like, man, I mean, Brock doesn't have a title and he has to have one. It's in his contract. Yeah. Like, that's what I kind of feel like it is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so some more interesting news uh, is that on Monday, WWE released a new title. <gasps> of course, right after we did the belts episode. I know. God damn it. They bring in a new goddamn belt. And this is a good belt. It's a good belt. I really like this belt. It's kind of Art Deco. It is. 
I like it. It's green, which I wouldn't think worked. And then it says 24-7 title. And so the gimmick of the title is that anyone, anywhere, at any time can challenge or like ambush the title holder for this title as long as there's a ref present. Which is fun because if you go to like a ref's birthday party, you can just really go for it. Oh my god, please let them do something at a I ref's want, birthday party. I really like want a the, wedding, you know? Yeah, the ref's getting married in his ref clothes. It's been mm-hmm. a long time since we've had a WWE wedding. I would like there Truly. to be one. I know. Mm-hmm. Where else would they put all of I'm so I'm so set on the dumb. I mean, I'm arch. getting I'm using one. You're using I'm a hundred percent gonna find a person I'm who gonna, creates them. Uh I want you to get a WWE arch so mm-hmm. bad. And also could you wear like one of those really weird wedding dresses that's just tits and like a pasty? Yeah, thank I you. I could maybe do that or ones that like rip off into a wrestling <laughs> outfit. Oh yeah. A tearaway dress. Yeah, a tearaway dress. Tearaway dress, yeah, That seems good. Well, uh-huh. I'm gonna be the lone dissenter here and say I do not care for the design of this belt. That's fair. Um, I think it looks like a button. <laughs> well, that's why I think maybe yeah. I like it. Yeah, I don't know. You know what? It would really improve it is if the center spun. I was just about to I say. I mean, I like it Mike, a lot. What's your thought on it? Do you like it? How do the fans like it? No, everybody thinks it sucks. Oh. <laughs> they think cool. everything sucks. I think it kind of works with minimalistic yeah. like aesthetics right now, too. I think this that's is true. truly one of the better belts we've seen. And of course, it comes out after we do our belt episode. So. Yep. Very rude. As it happens. Well, what guys, the fuck? there's no way to like ease us into oh my who I'm going to cover today. What the fuck, Sarah? Um, so surprise. This was a surprise. Also, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> let's get weird and talk about Doink the Clown. Doink the Clown. Doink the Clown. Um, so I told the podcast this was going to be a surprise because I thought it was going to be like really funny and ridiculous and like yeah it's pretty funny and ridiculous but also it's really sad so like, which, which then I replied Sarah always seems to do a, a, a sad clown thing and then it's yeah. literally a clown it's literally a sad clown um, I oh thought you had God. said I thought you, you had made that, that I joke. honestly thought yeah. you knew I thought you no. because you had looked at this okay no um, well let's just get into it there's no time like the present Oh, wow. Look at Doink. So, Doink the Clown. Fun Typical story. Doink. Typical Doink. Um, he's been played by multiple wrestlers. What? Oh, my God. Like, what? so many wrestlers. And, and we will get into it. But let's start out with his most famous portrayer. What? Yes. That's this, not normal. It, like, ten different men have been Doink the Clown. Um, but mean, this is all one man right here. And his name... Ten different men have Doink the Clown. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. God. Sorry. Um, Low-hanging fruit. Keep it was going. right there. And listen, Doink himself would appreciate that joke. Um, Matthew Wade the Osborne, fuck? known professionally as Matt Bourne, was born on July 27th, 1957. He was a Leo. Thank you. He started wrestling in 1978 mm. and wrestled lots of places as Matt Bourne until 1992. At that point, he was with the World Wrestling Federation, <laughs> and that's when he debuted Doink the Clown. So before we got and into this... He was like right? the born identity into Doink the Clown. Yeah, yeah, basically. So like... Like, it, this is him previous to that. This is him as Matt Bourne. So you can see he wrestled in jeans a lot, which you know my stance on. No, this don't is, do it. That's some chafing, too. Like, he, no those other, Those are right? 80s jeans. Also, yeah. it's like he's fit, clearly, but he's got that kind of belly he's that thick. still hangs over. He's yep. a thick man. He's a thick man. And he, he had some type of facial hair and, like, some real 80s dad hair for mm-hmm. most of the time. And as some far highlights, as maybe? Yeah. Yeah, but they didn't try to, like, 80s him up very much, from what I could tell. And it was kind of hard to find pictures of him. Yeah. He seems like working class hero a little. Yeah, yeah. it does. With yeah. some sun in. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely a sun and color right there. Yeah, he's got a... a, Yeah. (laughs) Those streaks. Just natural in beautiful Orlando, Florida. Yep. Mm. Um, He's actually from Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh. Oh, well. Uh, According to... They they call it the Florida of the Carolinas. Yeah, this is so dark already. Uh, Guys, well, you know. Just (laughs) image-wise. Yep. Um, according to former WWE producer Bruce Pritchard, wrestler Michael Higston, a.k.a. Road Warrior Hawk, put a pin in it. Wow, does his... Oh, we got to talk about mm. him sometime. Um, road Warrior Hawk? Road Warrior Hawk. It is definitely a, a Road Warrior What's his, thing. He was Hawk, and he was part of the Road Warriors. Mm-hmm. Was cool. he in the in my favorite blooper video? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. He's he just he had a whole look and is he we like will a Native talk American about it. thing or no it was it was like Mad Max like Road Warrior oh my wow. favorite look yes great yes okay. a real like post apocalyptic grunge thing let's go back to this freak show that's it yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah, yeah. this guy 
Bird Warrior Hawk was uh-huh. supposedly the one who came up with the idea of a miserable clown character. Oh, no. So Matt Bourne began appearing as a mischievous clown character who would show up ringside and play tricks on both wrestlers and fans to amuse himself and throw competitors off their game. It's like some real hokey shit, squirting water, flower, I put down a tripwire type of stuff. Oh, my God. So Doink made his in-ring debut in 1993 as a heel, no duh, but he kept up with the tricks. So this is straight from glorious Wikipedia. Some of his villainous pranks included tripping Big Boss Man with a tripwire, dumping water on Marty Jannetty, and attacking Crush with a loaded prosthetic arm. What? What's loaded in it? Mashed potatoes? What's in it? <laughs> I, I think it was like he had him shake his hand, and then he and was then like, pulled oh, out, yep. and then he hit him with the arm. That's very funny. Um, <laughs> he clashed with... That's just my assumption. I couldn't find video. Uh, yeah. He clashed with Crush at WrestleMania, a match which he won after the appearance of an identical doink. <laughs> Played by Steve Kern from underneath the ring. Identical just, doink. I'm going to say this right now. There were so many clowns in the ring sometimes when he was doing his thing. A oh lot of gosh. a lot of clowns. Um, so I'm not sure if people were always into it. I have video that includes his debut that I'll put in the show notes where you can hear how loudly they booed him. Um, but they were definitely into it after September 1993 when Doink poured a bucket of water on Bobby Heenan. Apparently, that's all it took to make him into a fan favorite. Just like regular water? Just water, just a bucket of water. So this is his original look. I'm definitely going to post this one. I hate it It's so black much. and white. I know. I'm so sorry, Katie. Um, Do you not like clowns? I hate clowns. I this is a lot. And I, I'm I threw so up sorry. at a circus when I was younger <laughs> because I was so scared of a clown. Katie, I'm so sorry. I meant to check. <laughs> God, can you can imagine just- can you imagine if I had done Bray Wyatt this week? I so thought sad. you had, and I thought this was going to be funny, and then I was like, oh no, this is going to be the worst. I was going to, I'm going to next time, I didn't okay. have time. But no, the, no, the, promo, is, the promo is legit I'm so sorry, Katie. This is, I'm just being a real you bad friend. You don't know this already, I am weak when it comes to scary things. I like, thought this, I truly thought this would be funnier. <laughs> no way. Right, it was sorry. my mistake. Keep going, well, I guess. So this is his his main look is this onesie that has uh, like a, it looks like it is a layered bodysuit, but it is all printed on one full body stocking. So it's like dark blue with yellow stars on it, and then it looks like he has a red singlet with a yellow button up shirt and tie underneath it, which is fucking nuts. I don't know what. Why would you wear that outfit? Why? It would be so bunchy and uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but that's what it looks like. Um, well, that's why he did it this way, Sarah. Mm-hmm. That's why he did it this way. He do a painted on style. Uh-huh. And then he had like a mask. It is like, uh, it's sometimes a mask. he wore makeup, but then later it became, it's like a body stocking on the side of his face, and then <gasps> he painted the front of his face. Uh-huh. I'm Classic. not even afraid of I know, clowns. it's very scary in motion. I have the video. Don't watch it <gasps> if you don't like clowns because it's scary. Um, you so know what the worst thing about clowns is? Everything? No, that they're like actually men and they have like, like I saw a meme this week about I thought you were going to say you saw a clown penis and I was like don't even tell me that I saw a meme this week that was about like Goofy and how Goofy has a son oh I saw that yeah yeah, he's the only one that fucked right yeah he's the only one that fucked but it's like so Goofy fucked like these clowns fuck they do and that's like a sexual perversion for people I'm sure anyway let's move on there's everything in the world um I wanted us to carry it I'm so sorry well I mean, what else, the what else is there to say about Doink at this point, except that he also has a lime green wig? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, Jokery. Oh, good No! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Micah. Yell. I'm so sorry. It's just going to get worse. Um, I hate this so much. I will go through it so fast. Uh, wrestling Gonna Wrestling. In December 1993, Doink was given a present from um, Santa no. Claus. It was a little person dressed identical to him who he named Dink. No. Dink became his sidekick. Oh, my god! I have a picture of Doink and Dink together. And then I have a picture of him being presented Dink by Santa Claus. As this makes clear, that little person was in a bag. Oh, my God. Being carried by Santa. This was 1993. What? Guys, words fail me. I got to this and I was like, it's too late for me to back out. I've spent an hour on this, Um, but I'm so sorry. They dressed identically. Um, This is a later version of the Doink outfit. That's the same idea with the onesie, but now he's got a a checkerboard tie and striped pants and it's just as bad. Did the little person get to at least wrestle? Like, was it like... Because they're clearly handing it him off as if he's an object, which is horrific. He did wrestle okay. with him and played pranks on people. And he had a whole, like, team yeah. of little people wrestlers. 
It will did he bat like what with like who's out? the one who lives under the ring? Like Hornswoggle? Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle was not one of them. Um, as far as I can tell. Well, that's still happening, so... No, yeah. Hornswoggle was, like, 20 years later. Yeah. Later, mm-hmm. great. Good yeah, job. Like, even, now, even still. Later. get fined or something. Like, I don't know, man. Like, there, there's a long tradition of them, like, really abusing little people in the WWF. Yeah. So, this is part Thanks, of that Mike. horrible oh, there's tradition. A, there's a pretty upsetting video of Edge beating up Josie, you know, Kid Rock's... Friend. Oh no! They put him in a trash can, <laughs> and then they hit the trash can with chairs. I hate. I want to be clear: the laughter is not from genuine laughter. It's like, but in, the, in shock and awe, the way that you would laugh at a funeral, one would say. Oh yeah, this God. is like a real. I went through a real like reckoning with myself, like putting together these slides, and like now we all have to be on this journey. But at least I'm going first, mm-hmm. yeah. So we can just get this yeah, out of the sorry, way. I'm sorry, keep going. No, it's fine. It's a lot to process. I mean, he's wearing Terra now. Like this looks like it's about to get well, real sad. It's going to the posse, is, baby. We're going to some dark places yeah. with our friend Doink. So as all clowns do, right? Yes. Everything was going well until it wasn't. Oh, no. Matt Bourne, who played Doink at this time, was fired soon after he got dank for uh, recurring drug offenses. According to him, Bam Bam Bigelow didn't like putting him over, so he snitched on Bourne for smoking weed in the hallway of the hotel. That sucks, man. Matt Bourne went to Extreme Championship Wrestling for a bit as Doink, but fans hated this since the two promotions were in fierce competition at that point. This led to an angle where ECW champion Shane Douglas criticized Vince McMahon for holding Bourne back and saying he knew how to unlock his full potential. (laughs) Douglas changed Bourne's name to Bourne Again, you get it, Mm. and had him wrestle in a clown suit with half-clown makeup. The idea here was that Bourne had developed borderline personality disorder oh, no. after being forced to wrestle as Doink. No. After winning, he would dress his opponents in clown accessories to humiliate That's them. not what borderline personality disorder is. No. Ooh. Just want to be clear. Well, it's not what that is at all. No. So this version of the Doink suit is the <laughs> same like... <laughs> The same like layered idea, but now it's like forest green and blue. It's actually the color scheme I have to say is nice together. I'm just gonna. It, it screams like, like I just feel greasy looking at it this. It looks like so he is Swiss cheese tie. He does have a Swiss cheese tie, uh-huh. and he wears like half makeup. He wears he wears the like half makeup of Doink, and that's him with Shane Douglas. In it's this not picture. even half though. It's really a third because he's got a beard. It fucks yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, up. it's kind of like a phantom mask. If the bottom part of the phantom mask was his beard Can instead you do of the, the sigma. <laughs> it looks it's, like we haven't earned an, a phantom appearance yeah. right now. It looks like um it kind of looks like a drunk guy that is leaving a Halloween party. It does. It's it that does, level of like yeah. sneery and sad. This is yeah. a Clark Street Chicago. Yeah, look. that's literally yeah. what I thought. Yep. Um, and the dude on the the right. This is Shane Douglas. Yeah. Shane Douglas looks like he's holding a thirty rack of Miller High Life, he so does. it really works out. It's one of those beer can belts. Uh, championship belts yeah, we're talking about. I also think he looks like the bully in a '90s teen comedy. One hundred percent. He also kind of looks like T.J. Nat's husband. So, Ooh. well, don't worry about it. <laughs> so, friends. What of Doink? <laughs> oh, God, no. The gimmick bounced through a few other people before it was given to Ray Apollo. How many other people? It just had a few. I oh, couldn't figure sorry. out. But I have 95. a full list of the yeah. notable people that I've... Have, oh, shit. Yeah, All right, thank I you. have sorry. it. Yes. Who've now been the, doinked? Yes. So, it's Ray Apollo now. So, now the clown was more of a comic relief character who pulled silly rather than cruel pranks, mostly on heels. Oh, no. That's worse. So <laughs> then this shitty sounding thing happened. Oh. Just going to read from Wikipedia. No. Doink would later encounter Jerry Lawler in a match at Survivor Series. In this match, Doink and Dink teamed with Wink and Pink, no. also Little People wrestlers, to meet Lawler's dwarf team of Little Kings, no. Queasy, Cheesy, and Sleazy. Oh my God. I have heaven. a picture of the whole team later. You know what the worst part is? Is imagining Vince McMahon losing his shit laughing at the names yes. in this group. Yes. Him just going, and Sleazy! Like, I you just... can see the top of a couple of their heads in this picture, oh. but I have a full lineup later. No. Uh, so the character eventually became a jobber. Shocked it took a while. Crazy. Uh. Um, he ultimately lost to Hunter Hearst Helmsley in uh-huh. September 1995, and that was his last big match. Doink came <sighs> back in 1997 for the Slammy Awards. Question mark. You win. You win the Slammy Awards, Mike. Oh, it's kind of like. Um... 
It's like the WWE's <laughs> version of the Oscars, I would say. Yeah, all the all the top talents there. Wow. Is it still going on? Who are you wearing? Yeah, Triple they, H? they do it every year. They wear suits and they just give each other awards. <laughs> that is... It's basically the Dundies. It, it is the like. Dundies. Who had the whitest sneakers? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, Dwayne came back in 1997 for the Slammy Awards, and he was attacked by Stone Cold Steve Austin as the crowd chanted, kill the clown. I mean, yes, but also... Oh, my God. Uh, in December 2007, Matt Bourne came back as Doink for a Legends Battle Royal held on the 15th anniversary of Raw. Real quick, is Ray Apollo actually Steve Gutenberg going bald? He looks like Steve Gutenberg in this picture. Right. So, that's Ray Apollo, non-clown. That's Ray Apollo, <laughs> clown. Um, so you can see they made it like orange and blue a little bit later. They kept the same idea where it looks like a layered thing, but it's just a body stocking. It's so weird. It's bad every time across the board. Um, but Ray Paul is also kind of a thick dude, so yeah. the vibe is very much the same. The, the painted on aspect of this suit specifically looks like that uh, claymation of Rudolph or uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Mm -hmm. Yep. The teacher, mm -hmm. the school mom's outfit before yep. the song you always skip. Yeah. <laughs> oh, where she like trips balls and she's like, my world is beginning to change. That's yep. exactly it. Jessica yeah. is her Jessica, name. Jessica, thank Jessica you. Jessica Claus. So, <laughs> Doink is shockingly hard to get rid of. <laughs> Here are all the people who have played the character oh, straight from Wikipedia. No. Matt Osborne, the original Doink. Steve Helm wrestled as the illusion doink at WrestleMania and occasionally the real doink at house shows. Oh, yeah, of course. Steve Lombardi occasionally wrestled as doink at house shows and dressed as doink for various WWE appearances. Oh, my God. Ray Apollo wrestled as doink in the WWF after Osborne left the company. No. Dusty Wolf wrestled as doink in the NWA and other indie promotions. Ace Darling wrestled Scotty Flamingo as doink on a Smoky Mountain wrestling card in November 1994. Eugene wrestled as Doink on the July 31st, 2003 episode of SmackDown, losing to Chris Benoit. Jeff Jarrett once dressed ah! up as Doink Sorry. to pull pranks on Dink. Oh, no. Men on a Mission and the Bushwhackers wrestled as the four Doinks at the 1993 Survivor Series. Chris Jericho took on the persona of Doink in order to perform an ambush on William Regal. So, Producer Mike, how many is that? I think that's 13. 13 Doinks. 13 Whoa. Doinks. At least, and that's not counting the other who knows however many before they gave it to Ray Apollo. Is that a baker's dozen of doings? <laughs> um, so here we, before I get into the really sad denouement of this story, here's a couple of the other doinks. You can see this picture is from 2009, so that's a recent doink. That's a Reese doink. I don't know who that is. Um, and then here oh, is wearing... Ray Apollo with his, his team of Ugh. little people wrestlers. It's really rough stuff, mm -hmm. isn't it? Yeah, and they were dressed identically, but they had different you know brightly what? colored wigs. I will say the eyes actually have the same pattern as Gacy, if yes. I'm not mistaken. I, this is a classic They're intentionally clown, doing Gacy. But I also think that Gacy was also doing a traditional, like, but he, circus established makeup pattern. Well, the reason why the Gacy thing was so fucking scary is because he actually just used sharp edges. And typically clowns are supposed to use curves. And so, like, I think his actually turned down. It's very specific what... Real clowns have curves. <laughs> Real clowns. Mike, stop trying to get the title episode. <laughs> he wow. will. He's just really it. Like curves. I'm even, I don't even know so, like, anything about triangle, these murderers. Ah, well. Instead of a triangle, you do a circle because it looks Good less for threatening. You. Oh, okay. So yeah. The shapes don't have sharp edges. That yeah. way it looks more rounded and friendly and like Yeah, and softer. these specifically okay. are not that. No, these he's got little triangles clowns. under his eyes like, Gacy, you're right. That is yeah, what it yeah. looks like. Um, so I have to... And on a bit of a downer, oh, no. um, not like this has been so uplifting, but... Um, I've liked it. <laughs> on, on June 28th, 2013, Matt Bourne was found dead in his apartment in Plano, Texas. The official report is that he died of an accidental overdose of morphine and hydrocodone. He had a heart condition as well. Yeah. Um, the mother of two of his children brought a lawsuit against the WWE to hold them accountable for his death, but it was ultimately dismissed. So well, another. Yeah. They couldn't definitively prove that he had uh, brain damage from wrestling that contributed mm. to his, his mental state or that he had sustained enough injuries to, yeah. you know, they couldn't just prove, they couldn't definitively prove a connection. But yeah. I mean, we could certainly safely theorize one. Mm. Um, so it's actually 
quite sad Mm -hmm. i don't know how this came up i can't remember how i stumbled upon this and like thought it would be interesting to talk about because i was interested in charting a character versus one person Mm. and i had somehow figured out that this was like a character that had been passed around a lot i didn't even know that's a thing i didn't know that was it doesn't happen happen. very often it's usually for something like this where the personality of the person behind it yeah it doesn't really matter yeah it doesn't track as much although everyone says that like Matt Bourne made a character and actually a lot of people really like this gimmick which is wild to me but when I was researching this it was like positive largely online Mm. the reception to it which is weird because I don't feel positively about it but we didn't feel positively about most of the 90s though yeah we did no definitely not but this was like what Matt Bourne like made his career on ultimately and he seems really protective of the character as well based on how he continued on after that so mm, wow anyway guys what a weird little downer that was oh no i loved it thank you sarah uh thank you so sorry no but in, <laughs> in passing we've talked about doink the clown like mike has mentioned him or he's like come up in a way where he's like i don't know like fucking doink the clown and so it's fun to hear the story behind hey the jokes you know yeah. behind the makeup as it were behind underneath that wig yes mm-hmm. behind the kayfabe Yes. Have, you, have you guys ever thought about how clowns have penises? My, <laughs> I had just forgotten that. Yeah, thank you. It's really, it's. I don't care. He blew a kiss at oh me my because gosh. you guys we got Are back, you back to, together. We got back together. Whoa! <laughs> in the, it's uh, now in the uh, canon. Yeah, we're back together. Oh, congrats! Guys, thank you so much. I'm so excited for thank y'all. You. I'm so excited to see some weird little heart gifts in our slides again. We won't because I told him not to read ours because I have a bunch of things for him. Okay. We'll see. Sounds good. Because it's my turn to give the hearts. Oh, very nice. Um, On a wonderful heart note, Mm -hmm. um, I am doing Bailey today. Yay! Very excited. Yay! Interesting. Um, Pamela Rose Martinez was born uh, June 15th, 1989. Cancer. Gemini. Gemini still? June 15th is a Gemini. Oh my God. That is so embarrassing. I'm humiliated. Oh my gosh. I have to quit the podcast. Oh my god. I only know that because that's right before my husband's birthday and he's a Gemini. He's a Gemini? Wow. Hey, you guys. I stumped her. Me and Christina just broke up because <laughs> of that. Wow. I'm losing everything. <laughs> okay, whatever. So she's Whoa. a Gemini. You have to give me all your crystals. I thought that it's <laughs> And I'll charge them for you I thought on the full moon. <laughs> Thank you. You're so. Yes. Okay, uh, so she was born in the Bay Area suburb of Newark, California, um, and she was went to high school in San Jose and once was the captain of the school's basketball team. Great. Oh, my God. Look yeah. at her. Basketball lady. Yes. Um, she'd Aww. been attending shows by Big Time Wrestling, a professional wrestling promotion in Northern California, since she was 11. She's the one that I showed the photos of her a while ago. Yeah, I was like how ask. she was like so excited. Yeah, who was she? Who was she the picture of? Do you um, remember? Who was it? I forget which wrestler it was, but um, it was very cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, she was like big time fan of everything. So she, um, at age eighteen, she started attending big time wrestling's training classes, and her head trainer was Jason Styles which was one of the reasons why Martinez considered Big Time Wrestling as her home promotion. Hmm. Um, she had her first match in September 20, 2008 um, on the American Independent Circuit. Martinez wrestled under the ring name Davina Rose. I like that name. I do too. It's like a fun romance novel name. You don't think it's porny? Oh, I was thinking like Regency romance, but I guess sometimes those get porny too. It's a little porny. I kind of like it though. Yeah. Because like I think it's porn. kind of her trying to be like... Davina Rose. Kind of play with her name a little bit, too. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Um, <laughs> it's still a little porny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, she wrestled for big time wrestling from 2008 to 2012. Mm-hmm. And between 2011 and 2012, she branched out to wrestle for other promotions. We know that whole world. And in 2010, uh, she met her, with her mentor, Serena, when they teamed together for a first tag team match. Um, she did Shimmer, which we know all about Shimmer. I Shimmer. Yep. Um, she wrestled in Canada for a little bit. Um, she had a few different tag teams uh, with Mia Yim, who we've talked about before. And um, then from there, these I like before I go to the next slide, I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about her outfits. Yes. Because yes. she has like a crushed velvet athleisure wear, like <sighs> weird v neck 
It looks like... I hate to talk about this because I'm not trying to sexualize her, but it looks like she has a, a larger chest. Yeah. And so she's trying to keep it contained. Being supportive, yeah. Yeah, it, it's think, it looks su- more supportive, but it's weird because it's still trying to do that, like, low-cut yeah. thing. It's while a, also so like two, or it's very weird it is with yeah. the, it is yeah. low rise too let's yeah. talk about how low rise those pants are i mean are her too. abs are incredible they, yeah i'm yeah. looking at them and thinking about all the the pizza i've consumed in the last 12 hours yeah uh I, she looks good I, I you know very few people can successfully wear low rise pants and i think she's mm. successfully wearing them but well, i would be nervous so about athletic yeah my business flying out i, I agree i'm at 100 yeah i tried on low rise pants today and was like what are we doing? If this uh, comes back, what are we doing? With our it's life? threatening. I know it's, it's threatening to come as if we're not dealing with enough. I know. <laughs> it's very true. You guys, that was the maddest I've ever seen Sarah. I know. As like she's pouring wine, she's pouring literally wine. pouring wine as she says it too. Um. So this was her look when she was kind of going through the independent promotions, mm. Crush Velvet. She'd have a rose on the side of all of the pants because of Davina Rose. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she had a kind of cohesive look at this point. Yeah. Let's say at this point. <laughs> at this point. Yes. <laughs> so in 2010, uh, after she met with her mentor uh, and she did Shimmer, I also wanted to talk about this. So this is her promo for Shimmer. She had the same song that she does now. Oh, it's very catchy. Yep. Um, but this is her look for Shimmer, like the promo. I just loved it. <laughs> like just like bright colors. Mm-hmm. It looks like a mall photo booth. It does, right? Mm-hmm. Which we'll put on the Instagram and on social media in general. Um, so in 2012, it was reported that Martinez had signed with WWE. Mm. And in 2013, she made her debut with WWE's developmental tex- uh, territory, NXT. And when she did, she lost a page, but she did this while masked. Bailey wrestled under a mask only at NXT live events before adopting her gimmick huh. that she has now. Oh. Yeah. So... Um, oh, because she's, Me- she's Mexican. Mm-hmm. So in 2013, under a luchador mask, she had plans to wrestle in NXT as a luchadora. Oh. However, the plans were scraped, and by June, she was repackaged under her current persona. Uh, Bailey admitted to loving Lucha Libre, mainly because of her grandmother, who used to watch the show, and she wanted to wrestle in Mexico one day. I'm kind of bummed out she doesn't do a mask. So are th- I wonder if there are very many female. Well, just think like okay, so there must from be. there are this, some luchador. Yeah. There's yeah, there's a whole word for it. And there. also, what you know already about her history mm-hmm. and her culture. Mm-hmm. Think of her outfits from now on. I'm just gonna go through that because I've po- oh. I posted more photos. That's really good context. That so, is just just I just think it's just sprinkling she, that in. She doesn't though, mm-hmm. just because um her current persona is like I like hugging, right? You'll, you'll learn. Okay, sorry. You'll learn all about You're right. it. I do like this look, though. She looks yeah. like a cool Raiders fan. So what's also you have to think about, of course, with NXT and trash hole vents, he probably, during this time, what was it, 2013, they had, did they even have, I don't think at this point, did they have the NXT belt yet? The women's belt? The women's belt. So they probably mm-hmm. weren't even focusing on women's mm-hmm. characters and building and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. So she was probably just like, Cool, let's yeah. move on from this, you know, mm. not even focusing on like this would be a good idea. Mm. So, June 2012, Bailey adopted a new character of a doe eyed fangirl, <laughs> and she got her first win by teaming with Charlotte against Alicia Fox and Oksana on September 4th. And to Charlotte's annoyance, the BFFs, oh, yeah. beautiful, oh, yeah, the, fierce females, yes. Sasha Banks and Summer Rae, attempted to convince Bailey to join them. But this led to Charlotte attacking Bailey during their match against the BFFs and promptly joined the BFFs instead. So Charlotte did. Mm. Bailey then formed a brief alliance with main roster diva Natalia, defeating Sasha Banks in both tag team and singles matches. Mm-hmm. So this is where Mike, producer Mike, sent me this video of Bailey and Sasha Banks. From this moment on, Sasha Banks and Bailey had a rivalry. Mm-hmm. It was a really cool rivalry too. This is where Bailey started to kind of form her character more. And it became this thing where it was more of like 
an attack from someone you care about and being hurt and upset by it. So I watched this match. It was NXT TakeOver Brook. What was it? Brooklyn. Brooklyn, yeah. And it is an amazing match. Like, mm. to say he sent it to me and she is a amazing wrestler. And the emotion she has, she doesn't do as much mic stuff as she's literally just shouting at Sasha Banks mm. in this. And is like, has like an emotion and is upset by it. Mm. And it kind of has a Charlotte vibe to it of like when Charlotte acts so well, she sells it so well in mm. this. So it's really cool to watch because one of the things all of us have talked about is there's not much to Bailey. We didn't really think that much of her for a long time. And we were like, what is her deal? Like, mm. it's not so blatant. You have to, like, kind of go back to understand it. So once she, after this happened, she started to have more, like, uh, fights and rivalries with Charlotte again. She started having different matches. And then from there led to the four horsewomen. Hmm. So four horsemen, women, Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte, and uh, Becky. So that started and it just kind of continued on where they would fight and sometimes they'd go against each other and then they'd come back and continue on. So this is when you start seeing her outfits kind of be a little bit more. She still had the side ponytail. You can see also the reason one of her favorite wrestlers was Randy Savage. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yep. Okay. So here we go. So that's the jacket with the frills. It has that vibe to it. She starts to have more colors to her looks and kind of continue on. Mm -hmm. I will say I like the shape of her outfit. I, she, she keeps with the low rise pants, which again nervous about it yeah but the silhouette of it is is really good and very flattering for mm -hmm. her body type because she is quite like athletic mm -hmm. and it looks functional like the top looks functional yeah. in the way yeah. that we're always like focusing on but like it's good and the colors in these two that you picked out are really good i really like this one mm -hmm. um that's like the white background with the really brightly colored squiggles all over it. it's like yeah. the uh saved by the bell it is, it yeah. is. Interstitials. she looks kind of like a shoe Oh, like a fun Because of shoe. the top. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. one thing that I, like, started to realize after doing more research on it is, you know, Lucha Libre masks have, like, squiggles and they have different mm. colors and stuff. So I kind of felt like she was trying to do that in a way with her uh, outfit. Yeah. Interesting. The Without wearing too. the mask. Yeah. Cool. Which that's I started to see when I was looking at more pictures. I was like, oh, okay. That's this really, is kind really... Of what that's but literally why this podcast exists. So that's thank an you. assumption. Yeah. I didn't see this read it on Reddit. It was actually she has an amazing Reddit page where people people love Bailey. Yeah, yeah. Like truly love Bailey. That's really nice. And so reading that was really cool, but it was hard to get some more information that was like digging mm -hmm. into that world. Yeah, yeah, people don't talk about the costumes. I have Googled so much to try to find explicit mm -hmm. information okay. about people's looks, and it's just not a discussion that's happening on the internet as far as I can tell. So Okay, so we gotta do better. Mm -hmm. From then on. Yeah, you're right. Um, so after Four Horsewomen, as we know, as a few of us know, where she is now <laughs> is um, she won Money in the Bank. Yeah. The ladder match. Just this last weekend. Yeah, and then Good for she her. actually challenged during the match. Um, who was who'd she challenge? Uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And won the belt. So she won that night. Oh, of, cool! Yeah, money in the bank. Because Charlotte just took the belt off of Becky, Becky right? right? She just won it off of Becky. So they just had a match, and they were yeah, very and tired. She, yeah. And yeah. Bailey sprinted in, was like, "Here's my yeah briefcase. I'm going in now." And just like That's immediately cool. won because Charlotte was so tired after uh, this long, long match against Becky. Yeah. So I think she's mm. finally getting her her time. I think all the four horse women are kind of getting their time a little bit more which I is great also feel and that maybe way. that'll hit so the four horsewomen of the nxt and then they battle together yeah that'll wouldn't be that fun. be fun so i wanted to end with a quote like mm. christina does me um so dusty Rhodes, she loved dusty Rhodes. everyone loved dusty Rhodes. um so when i started my character in my first match with alicia fox i walked out with my hair in a ponytail and as soon as i got into the ring i took the ponytail out and let my hair down because I knew it would get messed up and I didn't want it to look ridiculous on TV. When I came back through the curtain, Dusty was one of the first people to stop me and he said, why did you take your hair down? I said, because it's going to get messed up and I didn't think WWE would like a girl with a ponytail. He said, no, 
That is your trademark. This is your thing. That's what makes you stand out. And now little girls love to put their hair in a side pony and it's like a trademark. Oh. That's really sweet. Isn't that cute? I truly... That's as much as I'm ever going to like a side pony, Bailey. I know. So good on you. <laughs> I know. And also, I read another thing. Somehow, it didn't add into it. But um, about how her whole thing is she got men to hug each other. Like, she was this emotional thing that came out when all these fierce women were going. And so, the huggable thing is one thing because she also does, like, she wraps her body around women. And that's one reason she wins. But it's also, they've used it as a hug thing of like, she's the kind fangirl that everyone loves. loves, And so it brought an emotion to these men who were fans of hers. Wow. Yeah. That's, really, like, that's yeah. very cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was like a stretch of time where instead of like Bullet Club t-shirts and NXT, there was just a bunch of like Huggable. Du- dudes and Bailey t-shirts. Yeah. Oh, cool. with like the little like emoji looking. Which I tried to cute. look what that was. I tried to do as much stuff yeah. of like her character and... There was a few things about it and just how she's a fangirl and like, but there's not a, there was not a ton. So anyone who's listening to this, if you have more information about it, we'd actually love to, to know a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. That is some, that was excellently done just because I do think that we have underestimated her so much and not out of like, not for any real reason, just because like we don't necessarily, we're not drawn to her looks because you know there's always at least one or two many things on it. Oh, But now with, Yeah. This adds a whole new level to Bailey. Yeah, and that's so what I you. love about this podcast. Yeah. Too, of like doing that research to be like, because even when I was doing it, I was like, well, I'll do Bailey. And then I was like, oh, but I hate her outfits. And then I was like, okay, I can understand a little bit on this. I yeah. still don't like her outfits, and I will no. you know, stand to that. Yeah, but, yeah. but Maybe, there's a reason behind it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like which is one thing we that. love about it. And yeah, yeah. It's so always it's good great. to remind yourself that even if it's not your thing, a lot of thought does go into it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, that's great. Yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> this is a real nightmare sandwich episode, yeah. isn't it? It really is a nightmare sandwich because today I'm doing Jimmy Havoc. <laughs> um, so James McCarran, uh, I think that's how you pronounce his name, was born on March 19th, 1984. Sarah, do you know what he is? Is that a Pisces? It is a Pisces. Um, Do you get nervous about what it? you thought it was? Yes. Uh, I did because I don't trust myself no longer. Uh, but he's an English professional and wrestler. And you just got recently broken up with. I did. So. I'm really in a hard... I'm between a rock and a hard place right now. <laughs> Doesn't he just like look like the guy you'd hook up with when you're going through a breakup? Stop it. <laughs> Put your microphone down. You hurt me. <laughs> you know, he, he looks like... Who's the bad guy from the Charlie's Angels movie who smells hair? Oh my god, yes. Crispin Glover. Yes. Mike almost did a spit take on all of our recording equipment. He did. With Coke. That's the that is the greatest compliment. Mike, yeah. are you okay? All right, so cool. Careful. He Don't looks get that like, Coca-Cola down the wrong pipe. He yeah, looks the fizziness. Like Crispin Glover, who has the totally. flu and had to go to the doctor did you and know, they made him put those masks. Real on. thing about Charlie's Angels, because I rewatched it this year for or, Does it hold up? No. Okay. In no way does it. But also I rewatched it. And uh, so because of that, whenever I watch a movie that I'm like, if I'm bored at a part, I'll look at the IMDb stuff. Yes. And this one said Crispin Glover. uh, That wasn't written in. Like that character originally had lines and he was like, I don't think this man would talk. And then he added the hair stuff. He added the hair stuff. You know what? I believe that because that tracks with what I have heard about Crispin Glover. But for all of my fact-checking aficionados out there, IMDb trivia is user-generated, so read, true, read but, with caution. But so um, is Wikipedia, and that's where I get all of my information for this podcast. Yeah, so, who am I to judge? I will say, Crispin Glover does go to my old gym, and hopefully this isn't libel or slander or whatever it is, but uh, he does answer the phone. Crispin Glover? <laughs> that sounds, sounds like, a, like a story, not like slander to me. No. <laughs> Why? It's too much. Okay. So anyway... Uh, so he's an English professional wrestler, uh, professional wrestler, best known under the ring name Jimmy Havoc or the King of Goths. Oh no! <laughs> he is currently signed to All Elite Wrestling in the U.S., uh, but he's known for his work with Progress Wrestling, uh, Defiant Wrestling, Major League Wrestling, Insane Championship Wrestling, International Pro Wrestling, United Kingdom, uh, which is shortened to PWUK, which makes me just think of CSI. Yeah, um, PWUK. Exactly. Uh, dun dun. He trained alongside people like Fergal Devitt, oh. um, which would be Finn Balor, uh, before he debuted in 2004 under the Hammerlock banner. So it wasn't until 2006 he started working for Triple X Wrestling and then he became hardcore. He became a hardcore deathmatch wrestler. 
Uh, and he became known as one of the top deathmatch wrestlers in Europe, and he worked all around the world. So, what? Oh, Sarah, you looked confused. He did what Dean Ambrose used to do. Okay, I was just really concerned about deathmatch. The phrase, because, de- like, what is the difference? Do you know the difference between deathmatch and hardcore? Well, I meant to click on it, them. and I did not. Marketing. Cool. Okay, but it's the Great. same idea. There's not anything that makes it more extreme. Yeah, I mean, I think it's sort of like they're just going to go for the weapons immediately. Yeah, there's okay. a lot of blood in these slides. Um, which, I mean, there's a lot of blood in these slides. You know, I'm okay with that because it's not, it's not really that scary to me. It's kind of my like redneck, I wish hardcore it, stuff, I guess. Right? You, sh- you should watch the, his promos. They're very good. Yeah. Uh, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, Any so lost nipples along the way. No, oh, not okay. that bad. You're right. Not oh, that bad. I forgot. I know. Uh, anyway, so from Redditor, a Redditor named Holy Hate. Uh, he <laughs> just saw him at a street fight at ROH London. Absolutely stole the show. Thumbtacks, staples to the head, lemon in the wounds, blading, oh! blading. It was an absolute blast. Sarah just clutched her pearls. I did. If I had, I went to my hand went to my throat. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I... thought about you using a lemon on someone. It's so rude. They literally no. <laughs> 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 what? Why would you do that? I mean, I get why you do that, but I just, that's so, I never would think to do that. I mean, ow, my cuticles already. Ow, Ow, my cuticles. Uh, Yeah, but it it was something where straight up, I saw it, then someone replied and was just like, oh yeah, I saw him, he cut him, and then he poured lemon in it. And I'm like, who has a lemon on hand? Is this like a lemon thing, or does he have one of the little squeeze bottles? I don't know. Yeah, the little fake bottle. I didn't watch it. Um, This week was real fast. Can I just say how much I love your sources, like, that you're doing this as if it's, like, a bibliography? I really, you know, I think it's important to say that holy hate, I also think Reddit names are so inherently They're funny. They're very funny. They are. Uh, that, that's why I'm like, holy hate says. Yep. You're like, what the fuck? But yeah, also I do believe in sourcing material. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So here's his look. He kind of looks like a Hannibal Lecter mixed with like early Becky Lynch and that he's very like he has that dumb ass jacket uh that jacket is dumb it's mm-hmm. dumb it's bad it's like a stretched out marching band <laughs> shit it is it's very black parade um <laughs> He also, if you notice, his arm his arm tattoo is just a series of nautical stars. So many. Which is... <laughs> I know. Honestly, I did this for Mike, and you'll see why in a couple slides. So you're uh, not defending him? No, in no all? way. Okay. In no way am I defending him. I do think his promos are good. Uh, anyway, so why did I choose him? What? Do you want... Uh, just like, anytime you want to be like, this guy looks crazy, just he's straight up had lemon juice poured in his open wound so <laughs> he also maybe got, he's kind of cool i don't know maybe he yeah. has a reason for looking like this and yeah. it's because of all the lemon juice that was used yeah, on it. yeah perhaps honestly guys a, a fire deep inside okay so why did i choose him aside from the fact that he looks like a goth will forte uh i he does uh uh-huh. we're two of a kind we're the lost souls and i feel like i've known him oh from God, uh, no. six to eight or ever in a day and I bleed black, I guess, because I'm silver and cold. Hey, Mike, will you believe in me tonight? Am I the star beneath the stairs? Am I the ghost upon the stage? Am I your anything? Mike turned away from me. Mike is full. Mike, come on, swing through the sadness, tears of joy. <laughs> Curse the sunlight. Arsenic for the girls and boys. Drink the madness. Smoke so coy. Smile in Jackson. Serum of a will destroyed. Serum of a will. Serum of a will destroyed. Will you be my my beloved? Will you help? Help me to get through. Will you be my, be my destruction? Will you help? Help me to be through. Honestly, I'm loving the like, Oh, dancing. Oh. Your voice is oh. taking right oh. now. <laughs> um, he's a, so Jimmy Havoc's name is <laughs> is from Davy Havoc, the singer of AFI. <laughs> so, I can't, I still can't get over Gothwell Forte. What a good description. Thank you so much. Uh, but this is so this is Davy Havoc, uh, old Davy Havoc. Uh, not current. Current one is. God, 
is the is the dude I would fuck after a breakup. <laughs> but this one is a little too much for me. Um, anyway, I wrote, also wrote, take my hand. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, yeah, he's just like a dude with like a half-shaved head and makeup. <laughs> yeah, he's got real smudgy eyeliner. Mm-hmm. He's got, I mean, I'm a little bit surprised that he has some stubble underneath the mask. <laughs> I literally did this because so I could say a bunch of lyrics to my... <laughs> Thank you. Yes, you're right. Uh, it just seems like it would chafe with the mask. Very true. But um, who knows? No, you're right. Uh, I will say that his gimmick, he won a um, some kind of like gimmick award. <laughs> gimmick of the year. Uh, so that's cool. But it's that he's a cannibal. What oh the fuck? Um, his prog- his, so he was in this uh, stable called Progress, which is on the next slide that I'll talk about. But um, his promos are actually insane. <laughs> like, they're very, very good. And if you can't handle seeing blood or body parts, then you really can't watch it. Because, uh, like, here in the bottom, I have this gif, and I'll probably he's screenshot this page. He's a man with a knife. He, well, he's pretending like this is his opponent, and then he has the belt over his opponent's face in, a, like, a Dexter-ass room, so it's, like, covered in sheeting, which, like, can you imagine? Like, people have spent so much money on plastic sheeting with this dumb shit. It's very they're trying to be Dexter to be a killer. It's just, and it's environmentally, you know, we shouldn't be using it. Mm-hmm. But he's just, like, tapping a knife on this guy's belly, and in the promo, he goes, what would I... <laughs> He's like, I do this for fun. This is not a direct quote. He's like, basically, the sum up is, I do this for fun. If I'm doing this for fun, what do you think I'd do to you? I would do anything to me myself, so I'd do anything to hurt my enemies. That's his general vibe. Uh, and then he, it's the clip of his of him. He's getting just someone below him. I just think of the PA who's just like squirting blood from the bottom as he pretends to stab this body that's wrapped in saran wrap with a, a, a belt over his face. Anyway, poor intern that oh, has that. Oh, I know truly. Also, uh, we were you guys were making jokes about it, but in February 2019, he got blood poisoning. What? So like a couple months ago, what? and it's like I wonder why. And it's like all of these shots of him are him because he blades, which is again like oh. cutting tiny cuts in your face. And if you cut your head, it's it bleeds a lot. And so he was just constantly bleeding and like getting shit in it. And he had some he had something there. He was like, I have blood poisoning. He goes. If you want to know why, exhibit A, and he deleted the tweet, but the tweet, I assume, is just a picture of him covered in his own blood. Oh, God. Um, So again- It turns out open wounds are bad. Turns out. (laughs) Uh, So here's kind of his his whole thing. Uh, So back to wrestling, I guess. Um, So fun fun highlights. He's he's super, people really like him. Like he's very much well-known. He's like a long, illustrious career. I'm really glossing over a lot of shit because most of his Wikipedia is him winning titles, and I just, can't give a fuck no matter how hard I try. Uh, I'm so sorry. That's my MO. But he debuted for Progress Wrestling in May 2012, and he was an underdog babyface. And in by November 2013, at Chapter 9... Mike, can you explain the chapter system of, of like, British wrestling? Do you know? Because I kept seeing Chapter 11, and like, I, which is bankruptcy. bankruptcy. I yeah. don't know. If I had to guess, it's probably how a specific promotion brands either their pay-per-view events or much like uh, WrestleMania. Mm. It would be like WrestleMania 4. Yeah. Oh, okay, so okay, this okay. might just be their how they brand it. It's so weird because it kept being like chapter 9, chapter 11, chapter 16. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck these are. Uh, would it be like in chapter 16 he fought this guy? At chapter 9, Havoc attacked promoter. Yeah. I would yeah, I would assume it's it's a live event. Cool, cool. So, at chapter 9, Havoc attacked promoter Jim Smallman. <laughs> It's probably Smallman, but I think it's... Okay. And aligned himself with the London Riots, uh, turning heel in the process. This is the London Riots. Whoa. They are uh, four men in ghost masks, and uh, they're they're white. They're just white masks. One of them has some abs on them. I mean, yeah. they all got some abs, frankly, but uh, I don't know about those two. Those they're are guy- wearing shirts. Those guys are Mormons, but the guys yeah. in the center... <laughs> Yeah, there's like two real like magic mic extras and then two taps yeah. with light with light blood, and then uh, I believe he's in the center, just looking like a goblin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So then, at his first title defense at Chapter Eleven, which again is is bankruptcy, uh, Havoc defeated Zach Sabra Sabra. 
Zach Saber Jr. Zach Saber Jr. with a he's very attractive. He was in our boyfriend bracket. I know he's very hot. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his name. Uh, Zach Saber Jr. with the help of his newest associate, progress trainee, the Omega Zach Zercher. Havoc was joined at Chapter Thirteen by Paul Robinson, and the group later christened themselves Regression as a play on the name of the company Progress and to symbolize their hatred of progress wrestling. Wow. <laughs> um, his Twitter is very funny. He has, uh, he posted a picture of him like fighting someone there. It's this one right here where he, he wears white a lot. And I think it's just to show blood in the mm-hmm. way that uh, the Bachelorette producers literally about to made say that Hannah mud. wear white so that the mud would show up better on camera. Uh, but he wrote, paper cuts between fingers must really suck. I don't know. I just assume it does from the look on people's faces when I do it to them. <laughs> and then there's a picture of him like, covered in blood and he kind of has his hand in his head and it just says i left the fucking oven on again didn't i so he's just he's fun he's a fun guy he's a goofy one he's a goof one uh and i read an interview with him um he signed with aew so this is a little before that but the question was what does the future hold for jimmy havoc and he said can you do it in a british accent Oh no! Come on, do I already it. sang AFI on, badly, it. and when do I it. listen back, I know I'm gonna be so mad. Do it. No, it was good. You did like no a dance idea, Mike. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Here All we right. Go. No idea, Mike. I'm literally living the dream now. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I'm. It's hard for me because I do Irish better now. Yeah, do it Irish. Then. No, get out of here, Mike. Yeah, we. Bro- you already broke up with me. Haven't you done enough? Um, no idea, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do. No, that. please stop. <laughs> I'm literally living the dream now. I'm in fucking New York going to see AFI because a wrestling fan just tweeted me. I've achieved more than I've ever dreamed. There's still so much more. Who knows what happens? As long as I'm enjoying myself, that's all I care about. Anyway, that's Jimmy Havoc. How? Whoa. And you know, AEW is having their big Vegas show as we're recording this. So we might have some more intel on him soon. Yes. Mm -hmm. I also just realized I will post this one too. There's a photo of him dressing in Matt Skiba black and red, uh, holding um, three masks that are all notorious serial killers. There's a Hannibal Lecter, there's a Scream mask, and then there's a Jason. (laughs) Can I just say from here without my glasses on, what on the right looks like the Groot mask? (laughs) Just tossed a Groot in there for the kids. Groot. Yeah. Hey. It just looks marketable. Like yeah. He doesn't I mean, stab a man in a promo <laughs> or wrap his head in saran wrap first. Actually, uh, Groot stabs a couple of people in the movies. Yeah, he does. Yeah, Groot actually does yeah. get back wild. With like talons? Yeah, he like, you know, will grow his arm and like impale a dude. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, Groot. Yeah. I didn't see the second it's, one. So it is Groot we mask. Are Groot. It is we definitely are. a Groot hey, mask. Hey, we're all Groot. We're all yeah. Groot, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that Mike? a doink is, is that a doink no that's the undertaker that's the undertaker with some dogs uh the dogs are very good dogs um the undertaker's those are some good sleeveless boys. plaid shirt is unbuttoned so far i feel like it's a crime mm-hmm. he's i can't peepaw peepaw button up peepaw this is it's so sad because it does look like he's still in some color yeah, it's like and there's has, some life in him. Like, he's still alive. His soul's yeah. still in there. Wow. Do you think also, this was when he was on that four-wheeler, <laughs> the four-wheeler days <laughs> yes. right around the right? Do you think he's sitting outside, like, a coffee manufacturing plant? I don't like, know. Like, it's like, it's like cement, and then he's got, it's like... like a shipping container? Yep. He's, a, he's, a, he's in that season of The Wire. <laughs> oh, my God. Peepaw Dirt is just an extra on the wire. Peepaw Dirt's like <laughs> with all the Polish people. No one <laughs> the second season's controversial, but I think there's some good themes going on here. What's the name of the shit shit bag kid in it that shows his dick a lot? Oh, I forgot. What? Mike Ziggy. Ziggy. Yeah, Ziggy. Ziggy. Yeah. I've Ziggy never watched suck. the wire. The Undertaker oh, is just show. Ziggy on the wire. <laughs> They're making it sound like no. It's the wire is wonderful, show. and I actually do like season two. So you know. I also liked it, but I watched it all in a row. Yeah. Mike? Do we have any final thoughts about wrestling? Oh, oh Mike, I don't know. Do we? Who's to say? Today's been a day. It's been a real journey. Um, thank you so much for going on it with us. Uh, if you want more from us, and I assume you do if you've listened to this point, uh, you can hit us up on social media. Um, our handle is K-A-Y-F-A-B podcast on both Instagram and Twitter. We post some of the looks that we've talked about on Instagram so you can follow along. Um, Twitter is just a fun place to chat with us. Um, 
We also are at that same handle, uh, KFEB Podcast at Gmail. If you want to email us any suggestions or if you want stickers, we can send you stickers. Yeah, mm-hmm. or if you have any information on any of these wrestlers we talked about today. Yeah. Because yeah. that'd be fascinating if you, you know, did a Reddit dig like me and have 800 tabs open. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Katie and her tabs. Katie and her tabs. That would be a good band name. Katie and her tabs. That's my final thought, Mike. Do you like it? He nodded. He's okay mm-hmm. with it. Um, yeah, and also please, the whole rate, review, subscribe thing yes, please. Uh, would be really great because it would be great. That's why we're <laughs> here. That's what a podcast is for. You know what? Yeah. That's it. I All right. Nothing. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.